0: Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Peter Atiyah Qualies, a member exclusive podcast. The Qualies is just a shorthand slang for qualification round, which is something you do prior to the race, just much quicker. The Qualies highlight the best of the questions, topics, and tactics that are discussed in previous episodes of The Drive. So if you enjoy the qualie, you can access dozens more of them through our membership program. Without further delay, I hope you enjoy today's qualie. So for this exactly competition, are you using anabolic steroids or diuretics or any of the other sort of aids that one would you use? You know, as,
1: as in bigger, stronger, faster, you know, I talked about utilizing them from the time I was 25 I've been using them. you know, I've been, I, I say in the movie, uh, I'm going to probably be on and off them the rest of my life. And that's what I believe. It's direction I chose when you choose a certain thing and, and you like the result of it. Like, I don't feel like there's any reason to go back. And for me, for now, as well, you know, I get it prescribed, which is a kind of added bonus to, to making sure that it's like, I guess, more on the up and up. But to me, it doesn't really make any difference whether you grab it from some dude at the gym or whether you get it from a doctor. I actually think that the, I think that, uh, you know, there's, they're not going to be all that regulated anyway, no, no matter, no matter how you slice it. But
0: but what are the, again, I don't know anything about how bodybuilders use steroids, what are the what are the
1: you clean know. body mass is the main thing so people get confused about what they actually do people get confused about what steroids do I think people think that that steroids automatically make you strong and they don't necessarily automatically make you strong what they do in most cases is they allow people to gain more weight now there's some cases where people don't gain a whole lot of weight and they do gain strength but if you don't continue to gain weight at some point, that strength will only level up so much. So when you introduce steroids, steroids don't multiply on top of themselves. They only work to a certain level. So you're, you're on level one with your lifting and you progress and your genetics and everything allow you to get to level four. You take steroids and maybe over a period of time, you get to like level six, but you're still not going to be able to get to level eight, nine or ten where these guys like Jay Cutler and some of these mammoth people are. Because of their genetics, because of their environment as children, because of X, Y, and Z, you're probably just never going to be able to level up to their potential. But
0: which to, is an important distinction because yeah, I think a lot of people your starting look, point. As we yeah, well, about a lot him. of people look at you know let's just pick Phil Heath because he's the best in the world today, and you're They're like, just going to think it's all drugs. It's all drugs, but I don't think people understand. Like, I could inject a human being with every anabolic steroid period. Like, let's get the world's supply of anabolic steroids and inject it into me. Yeah. I couldn't look one-tenth of what that guy looks like. Right.
1: And the best coaching and the best
2: whatever. People like to make things easy and simplify it. And they can't come close to Phil Heath. They can't even, you know, come close even with a ton of drugs. So they just want to say, oh, it's just steroids. It's Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, this guy works harder. This guy's better. And I do think that steroids cloud the sport. I do... I do think that if there was a way to get steroids out of the
1: sport, that it could be more popular across the mainstream. However, well, how it's part of the that? reason why it has become more popular because they do have like men's physique and they got some of these different categories. Now, where you're seeing you're seeing more men and women it's gone more main,
2: yeah, more mainstream
1: with some of that stuff. The body, type, the body
2: types don't look as crazy, right? Yeah, now there's a um a category called classic physique. And it's, like, it's interesting because, like, in the very first year of Classic Physique, my friend Danny Hester, he won Mr. Olympia Classic Physique. He's about 190 pounds. He looks awesome. He's always – he always looks awesome. He's about my height. 190 jacked, shredded, looks amazing. And then the next year, the guy that wins, it's, like, 240. You know what I mean? You're, like, this Mm, this is not Classic Physique anymore. Like, yeah, like, what happened to the the little guys that were in great shape, you know? And the guy that won looked – he looked amazing, but – it's, and it's a different look than the bigger bodybuilders but it's not like an, it's not yet a natural thing it's not like one guy's natural and one guy's on it's like they're just on different levels, right?
0: Yeah. So classic doesn't mean drug free. It means you're trying to produce a phenotype that is. You're trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger is, is
2: like. What's funny is like now they have a category. Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mister Olympia seven times. He was considered in the Guinness Book of World Record the greatest male physique, which is just a, he, a title he that gave him. He couldn't
0: win a California bodybuilding. That's what competition I'm saying. He can't win
2: anymore. Physique. Like so. So they, if you look like Arnold, you'd win classic physique now. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. So wh- who's Arnold your favorite
0: awesome. 70s, 80s bodybuilder? Frank Zane, Mike Menser, Mike Menser,
2: yeah, and Arnold. Arnold's a really big uh, influence. Huge fan on this of Dorian
1: Yates too. You know, we blood and guts. A lot of that was Mike. Well, he Men- was Mike He Mencer was later, thing. right? Nineties. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and, and, and
0: Menser yeah. and Yates actually have quite a bit in common yeah. philosophically. Well, they they don't trained.
2: They? they trained together too, and um, I trained with Mike Menser when I first came out here. When I moved out here in '93, like you see people at the gym. And you're a meathead. Uh, first thing I did was like, I'm training with Mike Menser. You know, I don't care. Hmm. He blew out my knee because he had me do these crazy squats in the squat machine. And it messed up my knee for like six months. But it's, I still had got to train with him, that which was cool. But at the time I got to train with him, I showed up at the gym and he was outside smoking a cigarette and he's all fat. And it was just like, oh, this is Mike Menser now. This is what he is. you know. And it's like. You know you, a lot of times in life, especially me, I've met all my heroes, and pretty much everybody's let me down, so it's just the the way life is, I guess Have
0: you so. ever met a hero that where they exceeded your expectation?
1: Um, I don't know. Let me see. Have we?: Yeah. We have many times. I'm sure. I'm sure we have Ed you know, Cone.
2: Uh, yeah, Ed Cone. Jay Stone, Cutler. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of my favorite people in the entire world. He's amazing. he's so intelligent. Joe
1: Rogan's fucking. He's cool. so
2: well researched. Like he just uh, he's just awesome to be around. Like there's there's people like that. I think where we Jay Cutler was like The Rock. To me, the like, Rock is yeah. an amazing dude. Like when you meet The Rock, you're like, well, it's all probably just an act. But The Rock will look you in the eye shake your hand and say, how's your mom doing? Like, and he means it, you know, and you could, you could feel that he means it. And, uh, and that's important, especially when you're that big of a celebrity and stuff like that, you know,
0: one of the things I struggle with, and I was actually talking about this a little bit when I was on Joe Rogan's show, I've been pretty vocal and open about my view that once I really spent like five years learning everything there was to learn about anabolic steroids, I came to the conclusion that, well, I can't speak to what happens in bodybuilding because I think that takes it to a different level, yeah. but certainly within the level of how they're used in cycling or you know more physiologic levels of use, I can't see any evidence of harm. Now, EPO is different. You can certainly take too much EPO and cause problems, but once you start talking about testosterone, Stenazolol, oxandrolone, these drugs that are typically used in sports, again, I was having a very hard case. I'll
2: give you, I'll show you right here. My tricep, it's torn. I was bench pressing 455. After it, my triceps hurt a little bit. They were sore. And then I popped my tricep. I've never been hurt lifting in my entire life. At the time, I was on a ton of juice. So your your argument would be
0: that you just didn't have the tendon strength necessarily. And I
2: attribute that to steroid use for sure, 100%. So to say that there's no
0: ill effects of them or no side effects or no. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking more of the cardiometabolic stuff. Liver,
2: kidney, cardio, no. But can you injure yourself? You know, uh, Joey Diaz, one of my favorite people in the world, he's hilarious, he says, he's like, you see these guys in the gym and they're like 50 years old and they used to take steroids and now now they're just like like a bag of shit, you know? It's like, I, I kind of agree with that statement too, that there are a lot of people that have taken steroids and abused them and gotten really crappy skin and crappy, like just, you know, things that uh, that don't look good, not yeah. necessarily aesthetic and probably not healthy. I'm sure that they've driven a lot of people's blood in a bad direction, which could, which could lead to other things, possibly, right? But, but not definitely. So, I think that's where we're looking at, like, the detrimental effects of steroids would be among. It's like among the users that are losers, if that makes sense. It's like it's among the users that that aren't paying attention to everything else. You know, yeah, I think. I
0: mean, and I guess under medical supervision, though, when you're again, doing these things within physiologic doses, which is pretty different than what the average Absolutely. person is doing. Well, if we're
2: talking like something that a doctor would
0: prescribe, yeah, like a 200 it's like, Yeah, it's like, you, well, you, you know, for example, you take somebody whose testosterone is like two standard deviations below the mean and you revert them back to the mean or median level in, of testosterone. If we're
2: going in that respect, I would have to go back and say that you're 100% right. I haven't seen anything, like even a muscle tear on a normal dose. But I was I was using pretty good doses. I How many were Trend- you taking? Well, I was, at the time I was using trenbolone and I was using testosterone together, and then I was taking some other oral stuff. It was like right after I got out of rehab, I'm like, I gotta get jacked, you know? And like, and it's funny because they tell you in AA that if you're on steroids, it affects you from the neck up, and you're not allowed to take them.
0: Hope you enjoyed today's special bonus episode of the Quali. New episodes of the Qualis are released Tuesday through Friday each week and are published exclusively on our private member-only podcast feed. If you're interested in hearing more, as well as receiving all of the other member-exclusive benefits, you can visit peteratiamd.com forward slash subscribe. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Finally, I take conflicts of interest very seriously. For all of my disclosures and the companies I invest in or advise, please visit peteratiamd.com forward slash about where I keep an up-to-date and active list of such companies.